0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli.
1: I'm Cassandra I'm
2: Fredrickson. i and-
1: Nick <laughs> Nick's
0: used to recording all of our other shows where he comes second. Oh man, I really am. My
1: bad.
0: <laughs> um, so, we're back. We took a little, little bit of a hiatus, but we kind of fell behind on episodes, releasing episodes, so... I don't think anyone is going to really notice that much, <laughs> but uh, today we are going to be talking about the Zygon two-parter, the Zygon Invasion uh, slash the Zygon Inversion, um, which is, uh, I think they're both written by Peter Peter Harness, well part one is written by Peter Harness, part two is Peter Harness and Stephen Moffat, and they were directed by Daniel Netheim or Netham, I don't know.
2: Hope it's the second one.
0: Um, so, yeah, so we were really trepidatious about uh, the Zygons and how they are boring and weren't used that well in Day of the Doctor. And so we I think we were all just kind of like, uh, I don't really not interested in a two-parter starring those characters. Um, but I don't know about you guys, but one, I thought... And we're just going to get into it because I don't – we don't have any like preamble stuff to talk about. But I don't know about you guys, but two things struck me about this story. Uh, one, what just a wildly different tone for the show. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't think I've ever seen an episode of the show with this kind of tone. Weirdly, I, I think the, the closest I could equate it to would be like Pertwee, Pertwee era stuff. Um, cause it just feels like a very different show and it's all like earthbound and it's, and it's all like, you know, fields and government buildings. So it just, yeah. it felt very like third doctor era to me. Um, but the, but yeah, just the tone of it for new who I, I've never, it, it really is weird. It made it feel kind of like an event sort of, um, um, Like it it almost felt like tonally, it felt like like World War Z or something. Like it felt like a a movie. It didn't feel like Doctor Who. And I don't mean that as in like, it felt like a Doctor Who movie. I just mean like it it felt like a movie. Like not necessarily a Doctor Who movie because it doesn't, didn't really necessarily feel like Doctor Who to me. It felt like Doctor Who like aping like World War Z or something. I don't know. Um, And then the other thing was that uh, I, I still don't like the Zygons, but I think this is like the best possible story you could have done with the Zygons, but I thought it was weird that it was like a direct sequel to Day of the Doctor. That was weird. Um, I don't know. What did, what did you guys think of it? Cause I don't, I'm still, I'm not sure if I liked it or not. I don't think I disliked it, but I don't, I didn't love it. Either so I don't really know where I fell. What, what 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 about you guys, Cassandra? What did you think?
1: Um, I think I'm in the same boat. Um, I I watched both of them back to back, um, so there wasn't like I didn't wait a week. I just waited and then just watched them. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I because I I really did, don't really care about Day of the Doctor. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I forgot that was a thing. Um, And Zygons, again, like, they're not really my favorite, but I I didn't hate this one. Yeah. But I I didn't love it. Yeah. I I loved bits of it, but... um, Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, one scene in particular, which I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of lukewarm on it so far yeah hopefully it kind of like emerges as we're talking about it
2: yeah exactly
0: um Nick what did you
2: think um like like Cassandra I uh, I watched parts one and two in succession mm-hmm. um because you know when, when when Scott made the call like hey we're not gonna record an episode about part one I was like okay well I'm not gonna make watching the first one a priority yeah because you know I was really treating part one like homework. Right, um, you know, because like I was like, oh, it's the Zygons and it's, a, you know, kill the Moon guy, and I just, oh, like I don't, you know, I'll just watch them both in a row, mm-hmm. and I, I loved this. Oh, I just, um, this is these are these two episodes, and can I can we just, um, part one is, uh, the the Zygon invasion. I think the best part one of this series. Um, meaning series nine, not the show. Right. Um, but you know, like in a, in a, in a season where it was always like, I don't what that was okay. This one was like, oh my God, I, I'm so glad I don't have to wait a week because that would have killed me. Um, not so much like the the cliffhanger because it's like, you know, we all know Sheriff Woody's going to make it over the chasm, but like just... The thing that I kept thinking about, because I I totally agree with Scott, this is totally so different from the show, and it's so much more like the kinds of shows that I enjoy that aren't Doctor Who. Um, because I don't watch a lot of, sh- and I'm just kind of realizing this like as I'm talking about it, but I don't watch a lot of shows like Doctor Who. Like, I don't watch Smallville or Arrow or The Flash or The 100 or anything on sci-fi, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm much, I'm much more of like a Mad Men, Breaking Bad, um, like Daredevil. Well, dare, you know, Daredevil kind of walks that line. But so the thing that I kept thinking about watching this was like Homeland. Um, and it's kind of returning to the tone that I was really into at the start of The Magician's Apprentice. Yeah. Where it's like unit, and we're these humans, and we're trying to make sense of this thing. But like, I was all about like the ramifications and like, well, what does this mean? And do we want this truce to fall apart? And I was just like eating it up. And this, I got inversion was, I mean, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm going to go and just treat it like one big story. Sure. Um, but you know, best, best acting Jenna Coleman's done in the show, best acting that Capaldi's done in this show. <clears throat> um, Particularly the final scene in Zygon Inversion, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was just all about this. And I'm so excited for the rest of this season. But like, I can't wait for this show to come back to this again. And I know that this isn't what Doctor Who is supposed to be or should be on a week-to-week basis. But it just hit my my fun center like whole hog. And, you know, I was thinking, um, to wrap it up, because I know I've been talking for a while, but uh, I've been very vocal about my disdain for the character of Osgood in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I've called her like Walking Tumbler at some point. <laughs> yeah, um, You know, because, you know, oh, she's she's got the glasses, and she dresses like the doctors, and she represents the fans, and it always felt kind of pandery. Um, but you know, I was like, well, you know, what are my favorite episodes of New Who for a while? Like, what are my recent favorites? And it's like, I love Day of the Doctor, I love Death in Heaven, and now I love these two, and what do all those have in common? Osgood. <laughs> and, and um, this this uh, two-parter, particularly the, the second part, manages to not only make me not hate Osgood, but now she's like kind of one of my favorite characters on the show. And I think What they say about her as a character by the end of this two parter is kind of this like profound sort of statement about being a person. And I think this, I think Invasion Inversion and this use of the Zygons kind of makes big points about what it means to be a human on Earth in 2015. And I think, you know, that this writer kind of tried to. Make similar sociopolitical statements with Kill the Moon, but it was very blunt and heavy-handed, and this was equally, I think, you know, obtuse, but in a way that felt much more clever and um, compelling than Kill the Moon. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, two thumbs up. You know, who who'd have thunk it? I I really love the Zygon two-parter.
0: I I think. I I will say that as as the two parters this season have gone so far, I think this is I think this is the most um, wholly satisfying of the bunch. Where, where mm-hmm. like I didn't feel a drop off in quality one way or the other like it didn't I didn't feel like inversion was better than invasion or vice versa so yeah like I I, I whereas all the other two parters I felt very strongly that one was better than the other one I don't feel that way with this which is nice uh, I'll say I think that yeah. I think that's really good because I I don't I really liked how how setupy invasion is. Um, it very much feels like
2: act one of yeah well it's it's such a it's such a mounting threat right right kind of part one but really. but oh and that gosh. but that's
0: also exactly the reason why I was like we shouldn't talk about that on its own because of course yeah you, and, I, 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 and I agree say. with that choice <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but but yeah I your, your feelings on Osgood are interesting because I I but I will say that I found her uh much more palatable in this. Story well because she was a real character in this right one. yeah but but she's not, but the she's irony not obnoxious right in this with one. the irony though being that she's not a real character because she's not
1: yeah she's like an ideal at this point
0: yeah right so like I I, just, I thought that was I think that's interesting um, I yeah I liked her I I liked I liked this I liked the the two Osgood thing I liked the Osgood box idea um,
2: I thought oh, oh and that was like in. the okay because like you know that happens so much in. Moffat episodes where it's like the secret. It's the secret. What's what's the secret? Why is it impossible? Why is why is it the first question? Why is it the impossible girl? And the answer is always like, oh really? That's that's why. That's the answer. Right. But like the reveal of why is it called an Osgood box? I was like, oh damn. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. was good. Like, that was really that was actually a satisfying twist. Yeah, that was. Really, i forgot really, what those good. feel like.
0: Um, Nick, I, I when we go on. Uh, New Who hiatus. I think I we we need to have you on a John pertwee episode because I think you would oh, like yeah. him a lot. I'm excited, yeah. I, I think I think he might end up being your favorite classic doctor, weirdly. Oh, damn like, uh, uh, like the way that you've been talking about what you liked about this episode, I was like, oh my god, you would love, yeah, you would love that. <laughs> That's I, you know, what I will say though, um, uh. Sometimes this show, sometimes a lot of times, uh, this show will get a little too fanservicey for its own good. Perfect example of that: uh, the the five shots rapid thing. I was like, "Oh come on!" Like it didn't even oh, yeah. it didn't even make sense in the situation. It was like, it was like, it was like. But how did you get away from the Zygon? Cut to how she got away with the Zygon. <laughs>
1: I'm murdered. Him. Yeah. Well, no. Right. <laughs> but like, but like, cut to like a-
0: cut to her. tell to, her to how she got away with it from the Zygon, which is that she shot it five times, a bunch. Like, just shot it a bunch of times and and then escaped. And then it come. It cuts back to her in modern day, and she she says five shots rapid. And I was like, that is not how someone would answer that question. Like, it just yeah. felt too fakey. Like, it didn't. It it felt very like shoehorned. Like. Yeah, like either Moffat or Harness were just like, wouldn't it be really great if we got her to say, the thing?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, is, that, like, is that
0: is that, is is that a thing? That's 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 yeah, that's something like that a, her father, uh, Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart, would say. It yeah, was like, it's like
1: five was, rounds rapid. Yeah,
0: it was like his catchphrase. But the thing about it was like he would say it to his soldiers as an order, like, right. point your guns at that creature, five shots rapid, right. This wasn't an order. This was her referencing something she did in a story she was telling, except it wasn't a story. <laughs> it was just her answering the question by saying, it was a five statement. shots
2: rapid. You know what? I could see that working if you either cut the flashback or cut her saying it. Because if it's like, how'd you get out of here? And she just says, five shots rapid. That might be kind of badass. You're like, oh, fuck. But just... Okay, imagine the scene where it's like, "How how did you escape?" and like zoom in on her flashback, and he's like, Bleg-gah! "And then she <laughs> pulls out her gun and just shoots this monster point blank," and then just cut back to Kate Stewart, and she's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the most pointless nothing flat How did you get out? I exactly the the, the first way you would. Pick. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I didn't like it. I was expecting like, oh, she like." pulls out a thing and it's a watch you're like right. I unloaded your... no, no I just I, I murdered you like I would if or, you or or it like- would have
0: even been better <laughs> it would have even been better if if another soldier came in the room behind her and then she shouted five shots rapid and then he shot her or shot the zygon like, like in yeah. the back that would have even been better because at least then she was giving an order and not it's such a weird phrase turn of phrase to use as a storytelling device I'm, like
1: i'm seeing it as like she must know like all about the unit stuff like because it's her dad like she right. must well, everyone
2: know. does apparently yeah
1: so it's i i feel like it's a i don't know i'm just a sucker for all things brigadier lethbridge stewart so i, I, I mean i, I, love brigadier I appreciated too. it yeah i appreciate it it wasn't like super i didn't think it was like super in your face Oh, I but did. It I, was, I, literally, no, I it was literally in your
0: face. It literally <laughs> cut to an extreme close-up of her face as she said, <laughs> five shots rapid.
2: Can you imagine if it was like, how did you get out? I pulled out my gun, then I shot it five <laughs> times in the chest. <laughs> right. But that's,
0: I mean, that's what a normal human being would say in yeah. that situation. Oh, I had a gun on my desk and I shot it.
2: Because I'm a soldier. Be-
0: yeah, right. This is this is the military we we have those they're called guns I know you don't yeah, like I know them. you
2: hate I know you hate them <laughs> I don't know you sure you, you sure hold them a lot <laughs> for promos yeah I don't know that really like took me out of it I <laughs> um I'm also kind of over the the Kate's dead fake out yeah because like do they do that a lot n- I haven't really noticed well they've done it twice oh. And but they've been, it's been like big moments in both episodes yeah. and it's like, you know, I think
0: that was the other reason I didn't like it, too, was that it was like it was set up as a cliffhanger.
2: You're like She's not dead. Yeah,
0: it was set up as a cliff. Well, no, it wasn't just that it was like it was set up as a cliffhanger and it was just like, oh, how'd you get out of that thing? Five shots rapid.
2: Well, that's... Okay. such a pedestrian death for a monster in a Doctor
0: Who. I mean, that's that's just like... (laughs) That's that's, that's just a classic Doctor Who, like, get out of cliffhanger free card. Just like, oh no, the monster's coming with it. Good thing I have this gun. Like, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) That's...
2: that's, There's a lot of cliffhangers (laughs) in Doctor Who that are similar to that. Can you imagine if it's like, how'd you get out? and then the zygon's like oh and then kate kate just like pulls like a, a knife out of her boot and it's like that saving it's like that saving private ryan scene with like the knife oh god she just like slowly stabs this Z- and, like, oh and then just like just, i don't know that's what i want i want <laughs> and then just zoom out kate's like i don't know i just got out oh man I just watched the Zygon. I just watched, the, like, the whites of the Zygon's eyes, like, fade out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Zygon. They're just so goofy looking. Um, I think they that did a scene- good job of taking them really seriously, though, And Yeah, oh, definitely. But, like, just that, the, the hidden camera shot of the guy who is turned back into a Zygon in part two, and it's just him, like, running. Yeah. Like, a wide shot. A wide shot of a Zygon running is just kind of... Inherently funny.
0: <laughs> You're gonna love classic Who. Oh man, well, I can't wait. <laughs> that's 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 all it is: is wide shots of monsters running.
1: <laughs> yeah, or like kind of ambling slowly across the countryside. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. a quarry.
2: And people um, running away, terrified.
1: Yeah. Um, I had a quite like I've been seeing a lot of um like I've been making sure to stay away from like especially spoilery things online but I was like kind of gauging the general reaction of each episode mm-hmm. like just whatever on Twitter and I was seeing a lot of like people talking about the politics and I'm wondering like is there a specific political allegory that they're referencing or is it just like a bunch I
2: was kind of I was kind of getting a lot of um Oh well, this is kind of talking a little bit about like specifically like the refugee crisis going on in the UK. Okay, um, kind of, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. oh, I bet this is, yeah, um, yeah, and kind of like, well, like we belong here, or like, no, you don't. You came here, and we don't want you here. Get out. Yeah,
0: and uh, and they're and they're they're like they're they're coming here. The Zygons are coming to England
2: and pretending to be citizens, and they're okay.
1: not. Yeah. <laughs> and it's
2: like we don't like we don't like that we can't tell if you're different or not. Right. Yeah. So Cuz in
1: the first part when they like go to the the village and whatever, and there's all this talk about how they're, you know, like it's not the majority of them and whatever. So I, I was getting it's, like It's a splinter group. Yeah, I was getting like terrorist like ISIS vibes or whatever. Definitely. Like, you
2: know, that's there oh my too, god, definitely. Yeah. Oh my god, when they would like record footage of them executing like the the Zygons. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like very, rep- like, you know, oh, this is not, you know, they don't, they don't represent all of us. Right. But like, when is that, when has that argument ever worked? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's I wasn't like, sure what? if it was supposed to be like something specific or it's just like a broader commentary of all the crazy nonsense that's happening right now. Yeah,
0: I think it's I definitely think it's think the it's broader, the I definitely think it's the broader commentary. Okay. Cause I also, uh, I also got like a bipartisanship thing too mm-hmm. like especially in that last scene of like literally this like the two people like at their debate podiums yeah <laughs> yeah. Um
1: that also with like the, the big button gave me like a like a cold war vibe too I know like yeah definitely way, way past mutually cold assured war. destruction
0: yeah oh yeah definitely
2: I love that I love that last scene
0: well yeah I um, mean the last scene is like pretty I mean it's the thing about it is, it's what
2: Peter Harness was trying to do last season. You know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: um, yeah. Where, where the doctor's like, "Don't you get it? It can't be me. It has to be your choice." Right. But if a way more earned this. Time. Right, and I think that that was. I I do think that was Stephen Moffat holding his hand a
0: little, um, in that <laughs> sure. in that bit, uh, because I think I think Moffat knows that Harness didn't quite pull it off last time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and I think that I also think that more than anyone else, weirdly, more than anyone else, I think Moffat knows who Capaldi's doctor is. Yeah. Um. You know, whereas like with Matt Smith, it seemed like everybody kind of got it because he was a pretty simple character. He's yeah. the cat. Man. Yeah. He's cute. Right. Exactly. But with Capaldi, he's a little more nuanced, and so I think Stephen Moffat is taking more of a showrunner hand on the character this time um don't do it yeah he's yeah. being he's being much more he i mean he's doing his job better i think
1: yeah yeah
0: uh no he's it kinda,
1: he's, um it definitely yeah. translates way better here in this context than like don't kill the planet because you're gonna board a baby like right no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: right listen to me women
1: yeah
2: <laughs> um also can we talk about like how quietly um I don't know I was watching the invasion the first part and you know yet you Clara you had Kate you had Osgood and you had um uh excuse me for being too sci-fi lady yeah um and I was like look at you TV show with four women like walking around taking care that's of business the
0: that, that's the thing that bugs me it's just like everyone people are still giving Moffat shit, and it's like yeah
2: what are you, really like I'm like here here are four women yeah Two of all four of them not defined by like their sexuality right. or beauty. Sometimes Clara, but like, you know, talking about You know, and like, oh my god, that scene with um Clara and the woman, I can't remember her name. I'm really sorry. I think her but, name um, is Jack. I want to say
1: her name is Jack. It's it's but, a
2: it's definitely a guy name. Yeah, but when but. she was like, oh well it's because you're middle-aged. Sorry, but everyone middle-aged in the world the world's going to end. That was such a cool little like Two humans talking moment, and I'm like, "Am I watching Doctor Who? Yeah. Like, this is great.
0: Yeah, it was, um, it was really good. And like, it it bums me out that like no one is giving Moffat credit because they've just they've written him off. And it's like he's learning, guys. If you would just yeah. like like." you know, take your umbrage hats off and just like pay attention. Like he's learning well, because he's like, he's trying yeah. to be better. Like that's better than you can say for most showrunners. Like most showrunners would just be like, Oh, you think no. I'm doing wrong? Well, too bad. Cause I'm just going to do what I'm doing because I'm better than you. And like, yeah, I have the like, job and you don't. And Moffat is meanwhile, is like learning from his mistakes. Cause he knows like he might get upset and say things he shouldn't be saying. in in interviews and public and stuff, but he's just, he's human. Like let the show speak for it. And like this, the, the, like, I don't know. This is proof to me that like, he's learning. He, he knows, you know, that he was doing a bad thing of not
2: really having any
0: female characters. And like, and and look at
2: Osgood and Kara. Like what are Kara and Osgood's sexualities? Like the show hasn't addressed it and it doesn't matter. Like Kara. Yeah. Oh, it was Kara. Does Kara have a husband? Have they like addressed that Who's Kara? yet? I don't know. You mean Kate Stewart? Kate. Okay. Kate, sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I just I I like how it's just like you know this is our job. Right. Right. Uh. And oh, what else? I was going to say something else really that I really liked about that. Um. But yeah, just all around. Like, and then you know you, you start thinking about like Missy and freaking a Shielder from last week. Yeah. Or two weeks yeah. ago. You know, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this show's actually.
0: That's the thing. I, it's it's really just like,
2: good. you know, Moffat's
0: listening. Like, he, he is listening. Like, and, and not only is he listening, but he's like trying to actively change. Yeah. But like, no one is um, giving the poor guy any credit. I'm like, is the show perfect? No. Like, and I don't think anyone. I think even if he stayed on with the next doctor and the next doctor was female, I still think people would be like, no. He's still doing it wrong, and it's just like he and it, and it and it. It's just because everyone has written the guy off, and that makes me sad, because it's like yeah, we all used to love Moffat when he was in small doses, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, we thought he was a genius. Yeah, and and now now he's been deemed problematic, and now he will never not be problematic.
2: Well, yeah, and like problematic has sort of has become like kind of the scarlet letter of like the internet. Yeah. But the thing about problematic is, problematic is flawed. And what's flawed? Art. Right. Like, art is problematic. Like, making a thing is kind of an act of, you know, sort of rebellion and exposure at the same time. Because it's like, this is how I see the world. And there's this, there's this moment, I, 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 wanted, I, I was like, oh, I want to talk to Scott about this. But there's a part in part two where Osgood's glasses break. Mm-hmm. And the doctor's like, "Oh, here, take mine." And he hands out the Sonic <laughs> sunglasses, and she's like, "Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why? How can how sight be Sonic?" And he goes like, "It's silly. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why does it have to have a point? It's just fun. I once invented an invisible watch, and I'm like, that is absolutely Moffat talking to the audience. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's just it's stupid. It's I think it made me laugh. I don't know, F- frick. Yeah,
0: you know I mean? right. And I was like, that that's awesome. Yeah. No, I actually I did I did like that." Like, sort of like, call out of just like, yeah, just just, whatever, it's fine. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's, I think it's, I think the Sonic Sunglasses are stupid. But, yeah. The fact that he's, he's like, being like, it's, it's just stupid. It's whatever.
2: Like, who cares? And it's like, yeah, I guess.
1: Yeah.
2: You know? And even Osgood was like, alright. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I actually kind of have had, and maybe this is me, uh, maybe this is digging too much into it, but, welcome to the podcast uh, <laughs> uh i kind of okay so you know how we were kind of we watch this show a lot and we kind of psycho we kind of like evaluate moffat a lot on this show yeah. like psychologically and emotionally um and so you know there's this kind of like sometimes it seems like he's like lashing out at the fandom you know it's like i don't like the fans i don't like the internet you know the kind of the grumpy curmudgeon you know what i mean but I think Osgood and his relationship, the way he writes Osgood, is kind of him like making peace with the fandom, right? And like, kind of like, you know what? I I respect you. I you are <laughs> you you are kind, you are smart, you are important. Um, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it was kind of this like, you know, the moment where the doctor was like, "Hey, I'm a big fan of you." It was kind of
1: like, "Oh yeah," like. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's not Oscar. a she's not a caricature in this one. She's actually given like a full fledged purpose and yeah. They kind of yeah no. I it, she is an ideal, and I think that I like that he's kind of like making peace, making his own peace with like okay, you know, I know that we exist on two different planes, but maybe we can get along. I'm a fan yeah. of the fan. Like yeah, I like that.
2: Also, uh, headcanon, That's his real name. He told her his real name. <laughs>
1: Basil. <laughs>
2: Basil. His name is Basil. <laughs> uh,
0: what is he, ba- Basil Funkmaster or whatever he said it was.
2: D- oh, I love Dr. Disco. Yeah, Dr. Disco. <laughs> Dr. Disco. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Dr. Funkenheimer or Dr. Funkenstein. Yeah. Right. That was great too. Um, um, great, great acting. Great double acting by Jenna Coleman. Yeah. Oh my God. She's very good.
1: Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie was great. My God. I have such a like crush on the evil alternate yeah. universe female character of the lead actress. Like always, always, always. Oh, yeah.
2: she's so e- good. <laughs> evil, evil Willow.
1: Evil Willow, like with DS Nine, like Evil Kira, like oh man. But yeah, no, Bonnie was so good. She like her voice changed, like when she was having a conversation with like. Bonnie and Clara, like you could tell who was talking. Oh
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: um, it was so like nuanced and like surprising, and I'm just like, oh, this is clearly the best part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who else
2: and- to? Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Go on, go on, please.
1: Oh, I was gonna say that and um Capaldi's speech, which I'm sure we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. eventually. So, yeah.
2: oh, his Emmy moment. Yeah. His, his his BAFTA moment. Yeah. <laughs> um. I was, was going to say another another great um, actress when it comes to like two people in the same skin is uh, Billy Piper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I always thought Billy Piper was really good at playing like oh my gosh when she was she um, was good with accents. Yeah, she's just she's just good. Yeah, I, I sounded like someone else on the show. But never mind. Uh, <laughs> she's
0: just good. Um. So uh yeah the uh uh the 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 bonnie stuff was was excellent it made me want them i'm just like it's like watching this and like watching the bonnie thing happen um it just made me think like wouldn't it be just just totally badass if they did a sequel to uh inferno
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Holy mother of muffin tops. That's amazing. <laughs> right? Oh man.
0: Uh, anyway, we should
1: watch that one with Nick.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good one. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Inferno no, like- Inferno is an episode from uh the third doctor's first season uh in which he he, he using his broken TARDIS, he inadvertently ends up in a uh, an evil mirror universe
1: so good
0: where everyone has goatees um you're not far off <laughs> nice uh some someone does have an eye patch
1: yes and
0: it's and and his companion at the time is like a like a like a fra like a fro like a <laughs> like just like an
1: like, like frow line. yeah like a
0: Frau line <laughs> like <laughs> it's soldier Fraulein, chick i don't know it's awesome um but yeah they should do it they should do a sequel of that
2: that would be really cool
1: yeah all the bonnie stuff um it just was like a window into the alternate universe where clara is actually the master and that's how she and she could
2: have she could have pulled it off yeah oh
1: yeah Uh callbacks
2: absolutely (laughs) okay so this is me being dumb um so are we to infer that the 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 quote third osgood is is that Bonnie?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay, cool,
2: cool. I just want to make sure that I was I I actually got that. Right.
0: Actually, um I remember we were we were really up in the air about how they were going to bring Osgood back, and uh, I actually think they did an like an incredible job of totally. Of writing I, that I, off. I thought
2: that too mm-hmm. because I was so like, oh, they going to be dumb, it's going to be stupid, and I was like, oh wait, no, that's actually like really good. Yeah. No, when when the episode just starts
0: with the with the two Osgoods, I was like, oh wait, what what? <laughs> and then they're literally just explaining why there's two of them, and it's like, oh, and one of them died. Do- Oh, that's
2: good. <laughs> I love the line where uh, Kate was like, oh, uh, when the first Osgood died, the second one went insane for months and ran away. I was like, where's that? <laughs> <back?"> <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, ah, she's
0: dead! <laughs>
2: uh,
0: running away to Arizona! <clears throat> so let's talk about that last scene.
2: The Capaldi, the Capaldi speech. Oh, oh my god, that was his... Um, I think that was his, the Pandorica opens moment.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: because it's like a very, yeah, because his would be a very small
0: moment as opposed to the 11th Doctor, yeah, who just, would just be. You just, cons-
2: you just, you just, yeah. The top. Look, look at my penis. <laughs> it's so big. I'm the 11th Doctor. And, uh, no, but you just, you really felt his, like, frustration and, like, his, He just... He was so tired. Uh Uh-huh. He was like, please, like, just... Just don't do this. Like, I... And it had so many layers because, you know, you felt every... You felt every turn. You know, like, Bonnie and Kate and the doctor, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And... Oh, my gosh. When he was like... She was like, you don't know. Like, I don't... You even... I know what I'm talking about. I was John Hurt once. And, like, I had to do so much crap. And, like... Talk about building on the universe of the show. Like, because, like, you realize that, like, oh, my God, I've been watching the show for nine years, so I know that he knows what he's talking about. And, you know, what a way to make the Day of the Doctor have weight to it.
1: Yeah. Because,
2: mm-hmm. like, I totally missed when he was, like, you know, I was standing in front of a box once with a button, and I was like, oh, my God, I wasn't even thinking about that, but you're totally right. Mm-hmm. And just, like, what a great use of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, to add muscle to this, like, kind of small story. Yeah, I was really
0: surprised at how much of a direct sequel to Day of the Doctor this was.
2: But in a way that didn't feel like, you know, like, this mattered, this mattered, this mattered. You know, kind of like, we were talking about Fires of Pompeii. Yeah. Where it's, like, giving a mediocre episode unwarranted weight. This was giving an episode that, you know, like, you know, some people like me really like, but other people are, you know, mixed to negative. Right. But, in my opinion, at least... It gave it weight in a way that felt earned and organic.
0: Yeah. Well, because it was emotional weight, not plot Plot weight. weight. Yeah, totally, totally, totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you were talking about uh, how in this, this scene, like it expands and draws from like basically like the nine years we've been watching this character and like not making it matter from like a plot perspective, but definitely making it matter from an emotional perspective. Which is what, like, it just, there's so much weight, and I just never really thought about it. Like, oh, yeah, it's nine seasons, but, like, it's nine seasons. And for them to, like, draw on all of it and just kind of, like, have it concentrated in this tiny, like, this moment of all moments, like, it's really, it's, uh so good. Yeah, the 11th, yeah. the
0: 11th Doctor always felt like the mission statement of the 11th Doctor's era was what does the doctor mean to the universe you mm-hmm. know and it was just and it mm-hmm. was and it was all like it was all sort of um
2: prophecies
0: well yeah well right but but i just mean like it was all about uh it was really about like what what the doctor meant to Moffat and what it me like doctor who as a show means to the fans and it was this whole thing that he was doing because of the 50th anniversary you know so like Mm -hmm. it it sort of that that ended up being what the whole 11th doctor era was about was like what does the doctor mean to the universe with the 12th doctor it really feels like moffat is trying to figure out who this guy is like on a deep emotional level like who is this guy like no mysteries let's peel it all back who is this guy? Like, who is this guy when he's just by himself on the TARDIS? We get so much of that now, of, like, Capaldi just by himself on the TARDIS. Like,
2: you know, who yeah, who, just, who is this guy just, when he's
0: not on an adventure?
2: Just playing Amazing Grace on his guitar. Right.
0: And I just, I just, I think that that's really, that's a really great place to take
2: the show because it's something that we haven't done before. You know what? I I just saw Spectre yesterday, and I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, and it was you know it was hella boring, but it was really beautiful shots, and Daniel Craig is just a, a just 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 great. <laughs> um, I love him; he's my Bond. But you know, it's been no secret that Stephen Moffat has an interest in taking over Bond. Yeah, and you know, walking out of Spectre, for better or for worse, they kind of leave the franchise. With an open slate, yeah, you know, Spectre ends and they have to be done with the the continuity, so to speak, such as it is. Right. From Casino to Spectre, like they kind of they kind of close the book on it for better or for worse, mostly worse. Yeah, which is um, why I
0: really don't want another uh, Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Yeah, but would It would
2: just be fe- feel like this weird like offshoot thing. Yeah, but I also would be deeply depressed that the last time we saw Daniel Craig as Bond was that BS last shot inspector. Spectre. Yeah, well. Um, but, so, my thing is, I would be totally for Moffat getting Bond, and not even being, like, an ironic little punk now. Like, I would genuinely be interested in Moffat doing kind of the long con character exploration that he's doing with the Doctor, because he's an equally... British icon and like what is Bond like when he's like alone at his apartment well what I would love to and, see
0: Moffat do with Bond I think is really get out his feelings on women women, and being PC <laughs> and all of that stuff because Bond is a perfect character to do that with and because he's so antiquated right, right exactly it, it would be a perfect way for him to sort of like bridge that gap for himself as a writer and yeah, get like, all of yeah. that out of his system. Like, and like not not in a way where it's just like, oh, just make just make Bond just because Bond, you could just you can Bond is like garbage. You can just you just throw all your garbage on Bond and it's fine. No, I just mean like <laughs> I want him to say something intelligent about it and like Critically look at himself as a writer, but use Bond
2: as the tool to do that through. Yeah, because it's yeah. like Bond. Bond, you can't you can't make a funny remark about him being Chinese after you kill him. Yeah, even though he's a, but he's a henchman. I no Bond, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> right. What, what? 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 Yeah.
0: Like I just think, and I
1: like <laughs> I like that we can see him slowly becoming more self aware as a writer too. Yeah. Like he's not all up his own like butthole about everything. He's actually like, oh, I was wrong. Let me examine this.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Without without being like without selling out his quintessential moth, which we love yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. He just I, this this I you know moth is just really. We could write a book on this case. guy. Yeah, I mean the the like him impressing me. I guess I guess my guard went down last season.
2: Yeah, because it was we weren't on the defensive anymore.
0: Right, and then this season now I'm just like, oh, this is this is all very, this is all quite good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's he's I just I love that we're like he's just it really feels like Moffat is just like bearing his soul this season, um, which makes me think that he probably only has one more season in him. After this, I can't imagine him going yeah. past that. What, Which, by the way, guys, by the way, great news! Uh, it, it the the show has con- has been confirmed for series ten
2: next year. Oh,
1: thank God! Yeah, next yeah. year. Have
2: you heard about what's been going on with Capaldi? No. Um. So I think I believe this on Entertainment Weekly. I think, but uh, Peter Capaldi is a busy guy. Um. He is uh, currently uh, hoping to direct a movie. Based on his days in the uh, the punk scene with uh, with Craig Ferguson, sure, okay, like a movie about his band, and he's also signed on to direct uh, two episodes of Veep next season, uh, which was created by, of course, Armando and of the Thick of It fame. Right. Uh, so he's requested and you know, you know, uh, guys fit as a fiddle and and you know, handsome as hell, but he is kind of an older gentleman, and um, so he's requesting. Or I, there, there were rumors that he's requesting that the BBC shorten the episode count to like six to ten.
0: Oh no, I've heard that it was. It's like Moffat said that it's twelve in a Christmas special.
2: Uh, okay, well then he didn't get his way.
0: So my my my, what I imagine is that it'll be his last season. That's what I think.
2: Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm totally down to. I mean, you know, I, I have to remember to watch his episodes of Veep because I'm fascinated to see what he's like as a director. Right. I. But I um, also,
0: I, you know, like I love Capaldi, and it feels like we just are getting to know him. But I really, yeah. I really like the, I really like the three seasons and out thing. With, oh, sure. Yeah. Be- just because it's like you know, like let's That's, let's let's yeah. do let's do something. I, I, you know, I want my lady doctor. You know.
2: Yeah. So,
0: I don't know, but... I want my Korean doctor. <laughs> that too.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like no one's been like, where's our... Cor-? And then like, he just responds, and it's just like, John Cho. <laughs> hey.
1: I'd, I'd watch that.
2: <laughs> you I know, mean, in three it's Doctor
1: Her- Who, I'd watch it, but... <laughs> you, you
2: know in three Harold and Kumar movies, I never kissed anyone? Doctor Who, turn in next season. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? That's true. In three movies, Harold Harold, uh, uh, Harold never uh, kissed anyone. That's a bump. Wasn't he dating someone in the second one? He was married in the third one. And he never kissed his wife? Peep, international audiences don't like to see minorities kiss women. But they are minorities. It freaks them out, it makes them uncomfortable. That's weird. That's not, but, that's but from Cal a step, Pen- but, that's, but, but Cal Penn kissed people. I guess it must be. I guess it, I. I, want, I remember reading once. Um, I knew that. Oh, I knew that. See, I don't. The Judd Apatow story. What? Did it, I, I think I told you the Judd Apatow story, right?
0: Yeah, but that was that was that that was specifically that. China the Chinese market doesn't like black people kissing
2: white yeah. people, <laughs> right? Wasn't that like yeah. it was very yeah, specifically they were like, it, that they're like it, it it makes them uncomfortable to see a black man kiss like a white woman like in a movie, right? So what, what does that have to do with Harold? Yeah, they're going to come to the top floor. They're going to get King Kong. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, Kanye. Uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I just remember, like, Z Zansari wrote a really great uh, editorial today about, like, race in television. I think everyone should go read it, uh, especially Steve Moffat. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Um, but no, but yeah, in this era of, like, you know, PC culture and, you know, sort of as we're kind of for the first time sort of dealing with the responsibilities of PC cult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or it's, like, okay, well now that people are listening kind of like, what do we do with this? Because we can also do ill with it. I don't know. We're life in the interesting times.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So anyway. You know
1: what's funny though? Like, we were talking about how um, in the episode or the story, there's like these four like main like lead women characters. I didn't even like register that. Totally, but then, I think, yeah, but that's
0: good, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. They weren't throwing it in your is, face. Was it was just like, like oh. this is
0: just we we met all of these characters and now they're all right. You know, and it makes two, sense
1: that they'd be working together. And it's just yeah. like, oh man, that's awesome yeah. that they're
0: two like, of them. All... Two of them are like above the age of thirty. None of them have yeah. romantic storylines. None of them
1: so good i like that this is the new kind of burgeoning status quo for like not only mm-hmm. doctor who but like media in general yeah. television what's, yeah. one of them yeah. was
2: one of them was black you know
0: yeah what's crazy is you know these characters will probably be back in the finale right because that's
2: well not well, not all of them
0: um okay Oh. Um yeah well anyway but yeah but but uh they'll they'll be back in the Oh, wait, are we not in spoilers yet? No, not they'll be back. We didn't talk about that on
2: Mike, buddy. Um No, no, no. The uh no, the uh uh, uh, uh Jake or Jack. Oh. When did she did she die?
1: She didn't. She die. died. Oh. Did she? Yeah.
2: Yeah, she did. She turned into hair. No. Yeah, and and at the end of the last up, ep- in the oh, end of episode yeah. 1, during the reveal that that uh, Z- that Clara was Bonnie the whole time, she had like Jack Everyone and all killed. of her oh, men. Ex- yeah, yeah, that's sad. Mm. That's who I was referring to, Scott. Oh. <laughs> it's not who no, it sounded like you were... you were referring to. Yeah,
1: I that's know what sad. you're talking. But I forgot but... that she died. Oh.
2: Yeah. Why would I be talking about something we talked about off <laughs> Um.
0: So I I don't I I but yeah like. You had all those characters, but then and then you also like have Missy too thrown in there, you know. And it's just, yeah. There's so many. There's so many awesome like female characters going on right now. Um, there's actually no male side characters. Period.
2: Mm-hmm. There's there's none. The only one. The only one exploded.
0: Yeah. There's there's none. It's weird.
1: Isn't um uh, I always forget his name. The the street artist kid. From last season. Oh, Eggsy. Eggsy! yeah, he's, he's
0: coming back in <laughs> the episode his, what, after that. What's his next. name?
1: What, I don't what's remember.
2: A, what's his stupid name? It's not... I forget what it is. <laughs> Flopsy?
0: Then Flopsy. It's something. Yeah, it's something like that. Um. Mings... <laughs> no, Rigsy. Rigzy. 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 Okay. Uh, I I, the I didn't look Riggsie. that up either. I just remembered. Um, nice. Yeah. So, but yeah. So Rigsy's coming back. But I mean, I don't. He's not gonna. I, I don't think he'll come back again after Clara's gone. Okay. You know?
2: Yeah.
0: Um I don't know, but he seems like he, he's like Clara's Craig. Oh <laughs>
1: Um
2: well, Okay, wait, okay, I I have a question. Yeah. Um Clara's um school child, um Ramjeet. What was his name? I don't know. The little Indian boy. Um, I, but we know who, I'm, but we know who I'm talking about.
0: I don't know who you're talking about. The
2: little, little. Indian boy that was like, I can't find my money. Oh, and in this daddy. episode, was, okay, yeah, in this
0: you episode, you like said, Claire's a school teacher. So when you say her, 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 her like her school, her child. school child, I think of her students, and I was like, I don't
2: remember. Well, that was her student, right? No,
1: no, it's just someone that lives in their apartment building. Uh, okay. yeah, she teaches um, high school
2: level. Okay. That
0: that kid was like five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, what about him? Did he? Did he die? I mean, he got turned into a Zygon, so yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so it's worse than death. Yeah. He got replaced.
2: I mean, he was screaming, man, like what, and then came back as a Zygon. What happens
1: to all those people? Is like in in the pods? Are they dead? They're not dead. They're just.
2: Yeah, because Clara didn't die.
0: Yeah, but they seem to—it's
1: kind of creepy. They
0: seem to say, like, suggest that Clara didn't die because they needed information from her. So. Yeah, that suggests... but there were
1: so many other like pods in there. Like, if they were just gonna kill them and turn them into hair.
0: Yeah, maybe they. I, don't they, know. I think they just killed them all. Well,
1: that's sad. Yeah. Got dark. I'm a
0: real, I'm a real glass half empty kind of guy. <laughs> Um, they're all dead. Everyone's dead. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think, yeah, I think I did really like this. The more, the more we talked about it, I think, I think it is a really solid, really solid episode. I wish I'd had time to watch it again before we recorded. Um, so I could have had like a stronger stronger thoughts i guess but mm-hmm. it's it's hard to it's hard to justify watching re-watching like 90 minutes worth of something yeah. um yeah so i yeah i really liked it uh next week is the uh uh sleep no more the uh found footage episode Cool. Um Written by Mycroft. Yep, written by Mycroft, which it doesn't look as found footagey as
2: I was hoping it would.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's is, kind of is, like that, is that the found footage? But I guess...
2: It you know. kind of reminds me of, like, the, the end-of-watch school of found footage, where it's like, hey, we have this awesome film-quality camera. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they can get away with it because it's taking place in the future. So it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: In the future, all cameras. This is the iPhone six P. <laughs> hey, you know what? If 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 a two parter about the Zygons can be my favorite episodes of the season, you know what? Bring bring it on, Gaidis. Oh
0: yeah, totally.
2: I am optimistic. Yeah,
0: no, I'm I'm excited to see what he does. I I liked the the preview, um, which is mm-hmm. like the first time I can say that <laughs> this season. Because the previews haven't been super great. Like, every time we've seen a preview, we've all been like, meh, meh. Um,
2: So, I, I really Write it down. like the preview. The Doctor's Companion is excited about a Mark Gatiss yeah. episode. Beyond, I mean, beyond the uh, disapp- the
0: initial disappointment of the found footage that's not found footage. Um, sure. Yeah, I, 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 I thought the episode, like, the, the preview looked pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. that being said, I am I am way more excited for Face the Raven.
1: Oh sure,
2: yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But Rigsy. 'Cause uh yeah, Rigsy. Yeah. Good old Rigsy. <laughs> Good old Rigsy. Allow it. Um
0: Also uh, Daniel Daniel Netham really directed the hell out of this. <laughs> Good oh, episode. Yeah. This is it's I still I just can't get over how different this feels.
1: I liked all the um, like the sneaky camera shots, like you know how it's like half covered by a wall or something. Oh yeah, kind of like peeking around. I really liked that. I think it added to the like the paranoia and like the the tension.
2: Oh my gosh, the scene where the Zygon was the army guy's mom. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that was so great. Yeah,
0: it was. It was pretty messed up. Um. And and it was it was really good because. The also the lady soldier was the the sane one in that situation. Yeah, she was a, yeah. she yeah. was the non emotional
2: one. Man, mm-hmm. see, <laughs> these are these are all really good choices. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Tumblr.
0: Uh, um, you know what else I I think, and I, and I have to give it up to to Netham for this. this. this these episodes felt really. bad. Big, like really big. Like I was I was equating them with like, you know, being films. Like they feel yeah. Yeah. really cinematic, which is really surprising because really think about what was what in happens? these episodes.
1: I know, there were maybe like five sets. They
0: were so small.
1: Like maybe. <laughs> it was
0: so small. It was a cave, a warehouse yeah. room that we've already used before, like from Day of yeah. the Doctor. I mean, yeah.
2: The 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 big emotional finale was the doctor talking.
0: Yeah, a living room mm-hmm. with one person in it <laughs> watching TV.
1: God, that was so cool! Like the dream sequence.
0: Yeah, Ugh, it's man. man, wow. Nothing, nothing nailed
2: it. He really did. He should. Uh, he should. He should direct. Um, Let's see if he directs uh, another episodes. I'd be really into him directing an episode of Sherlock. Oh yeah, he'd be really good for that. Um no. This this, this is yeah. these are these are his first Doctor Who stories. Wow. Well, I hope he sticks around.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. No kidding. Like Toby Hans. <laughs> um
0: maybe he'll become uh Moffat's new like go-to director. He'll replace cool. uh, Rachel Talalay. Cuz Rachel Talalay seems to be that director currently. You know, he goes then, through like phases
2: of directors. Yeah. He's like, "You're you're my you're my guy." I don't like you anymore. Go go away. <laughs> yeah. Go direct a series based on a celebrated book. <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
0: Um yeah, I'm just like looking over looking over his direct directing credits and man, he has a weird career as a director. Yeah. He, he directed, uh, he directed like the only thing that I, I recognize on this list is he directed seven episodes of last man standing. (laughs) Um, which is weird. Oh, it's not even that last man standing. Yeah. I don't even know what this is. Oh, oh, it's a, it's not the Tim Allen? No, one? no, this is some show, some British show from 2005.
2: Okay, so it's not, t-
0: Tom, yeah, so like, it's not
2: Tim Allen yelling at liberals.
0: Yeah, so I don't recognize anything. Uh, oh, is this what I think it is? Oh, weird. He directed, uh, apparently, I didn't even know this was a thing that existed in 2009, but apparently there was a new K-9 show and he directed four episodes of that.
2: Hold the g damn phone. There was a K nine series. Wait,
1: really?
0: Yeah, in two thousand nine.
2: How many episodes was it?
0: Uh, it was one series, is what it looks like.
2: Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: And it was, it was twenty six episodes. Weird.
2: Well, I know, what, I know what we're doing when season nine ends.
0: <laughs> the first episode's <laughs> called Regeneration. Oh my gosh. And the K-9. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because he regenerates. The K-9 does.
2: I'm watching these. I'm watching all of these. K-9 regenerates. He's like
0: super futuristic looking now.
2: Oh my gosh. I'll record one man podcasts about each of them. <laughs> and they'll be like 10 minutes long. The first adventure, uh, teaming Starkey, Georgie,
0: and Professor Griffin <laughs> with the new and regenerated robotic
2: dog K-9 what's it called what's the show called k9 it's just called k9 yeah, it's just called k9 not like the new k9 adventures or no
0: it's just called k9 and he's okay, he's well, super
2: he's super futuristic looking well this is the greatest night of my life <laughs> i'm looking this up on my phone right now yeah k9 <laughs> oh man yeah he's got uh he's got like uh like like
0: his his eyes are are like it looks like um I don't know they're it's red it's like a grid thing I don't know he's really futuristic looking it's weird he's like he's like one of those dogs that you you like one of those like robot dogs you can buy at like the store you know and they like oh they yeah yeah
2: I'm I'm looking at him right now he hovers yeah
1: oh my god yeah he's kind of cute
2: oh did you see him. Yeah, I looked it looks
1: like He I has a nose. He, <laughs> has, he has a nose. Oh
2: my god. Oh, but the older canine, uh, they have a team up at some point. Oh, that's cool. The older canine materializes in London in the midst of an incident where an alien species is threatening human lives. Professor Griffin looks like a uh, uh, dude from Lost,
0: um, the bad guy from Lost. What's his.
2: Which. Oh, the man in black? No. Ben Linus? Yeah, Ben Linus. Oh, Ben.
1: Ben he Linus
0: looks kind of look like
2: Linus. Ben Linus at times.
1: That's so funny.
2: He's a complicated anti-hero. Dressed yeah. like K-9. <laughs> so weird. There's only
0: one season wow. of this. Perfect. <laughs> 26 episodes. Oh my god, I just found a picture of K-9 wearing Egyptian robes and sitting on a throne. <laughs> And and there's and there's people around him fanning him.
2: His Tom leaves, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Amazon. And he's just like and- yes.
1: Oh look at Professor Griffin.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, this is the most amazing photo I've ever seen. Oh, have you seen the photo of of the old one and the new one looking at each other? No. Okay, there's an image of like old canine and new canine like looking like nose to no, nose. Oh I'm just oh on
0: my I'm just on IMDB looking at those photos. That's where the oh. that's where the Pharaoh photo is.
1: Oh he's got little friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder if he sounds the same or if they changed his voice too. Hello. You no, know, it's
1: um it's wait, let me
2: see. What if it's What's what that? if it's Idris Elba?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone to me
1: <laughs> Oh my god.
2: <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, thank you thank you so much, Scott, for telling me about this. <laughs> K nine. I'm gonna see if it's on Amazon. Uh Alistair, Alistair
0: Griffin. Professor Alistair Gr- Griffin. Huh. Starkey, who has no first name or last name, just Starkey. Of course, right yeah, Starkey. And then and then Georgie Turner.
2: I hope it's like, I hope it's like Torchwood where halfway through you realize that like two of the guys are like in love with each other. <laughs> no, Georgie's a girl. Oh. Oh, like, oh yeah. Like, um, yeah. The classic, classic school cartoon trope. Right. Tomboy girl with a guy named Right.
1: Yeah, no, they definitely got the same guy to do the voice of K-9 That's... and now I'm super pumped. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry every single episode. <laughs> Like, it's a new discovery. (laughs) I'm going to start every episode like I'm just seeing it for the first time. Oh, it's on Amazon. I'm doing it. Oh, man, really? Guys, the tagline is, who's a good dog?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's definitely the same guy that has been voicing K9 since he was introduced in 1977. Wow. This is amazing. Wow. John Leeson, everybody. I'm going to oh, watch crazy. this. Even it's even only care. five
2: hours. The whole thing's only five hours long. Wait, what? Yeah, they're only 30 minutes. Oh. Wait, but there's 26 episodes. I don't know. The The Amazon description says that it's five hours and 30 minutes. There must not be the whole thing, then. Okay. Whatever. Maybe, whatever yeah, whatever it is like that something. you found. <laughs> whatever I just bought on Amazon. You really bought you it? it? Oh, man. No. <laughs> But I will as soon as I can.
1: I also heard that, like, K and I might be getting a movie, too.
2: Oh, man. Shut the front door. Like, like soon?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) While Starkey...
1: Getting his own feature film. (laughs) While
2: Starkey
0: and Georgie are trying to escape the police... This is what the movie's about? No, this is the show. This is the pilot. They take (laughs) refuge in a large, detached house, now the resident... Of reclusive scientist Professor Griffin, they come across two Jixon warriors and a robot dog, Mm K Nine Mark One. After the ensuing battle with the Jixon, K Nine regenerates.
2: (laughs) Wait, why isn't why isn't K Nine with Sarah Jane?
0: Well, because Sarah Jane died.
1: But she didn't die until oh yeah, I guess she did die in two thousand nine.
0: Yeah. Wow, 2009—that was so long ago. I can't believe she's been gone. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. no. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm pretty sure it was 2011.
2: Yeah, because she she did an episode with the eleventh doctor of the Sarah Jane. Well, the thing, although, but the thing. Remember, uh, Cassandra. The thing
0: that's weird about K9 is that he's owned by like he's owned by
2: the creator because the England does weird stuff with their. Oh, he. Oh, he's like Saul from Breaking Bad. Uh, what? (laughs) <laughs> like, 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 I mean, like, the character, the, the writer that wrote the first script with K-9 in it technically owns K-9, or, like, has ownership over K-9. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, He. That's how England works. Because um, Terry Nation owned the Daleks for a really long time. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: which is why there's, like, Dalek movies and stuff. It's weird.
2: Dalek fever. Yeah,
1: oh my god. Okay, this is so... The st-
2: This is the story of what became of K-9 after he left Leela and Gallifrey behind. Yeah.
1: So the K-9 movie movie is pretty much like a continuation of the series.
2: Okay, so we have to watch the show first.
1: Yeah, and he goes up against Omega, which is awesome. What? Yeah.
2: Are you serious?
1: (laughs) It's going to be K-9 Timequake, which I think is amazing.
2: (laughs) Oh my god! Is that the name of the movie? Yes. Canine timequake. What? 2017.
1: It's gonna be like exclusive to the UK, but I'm sure we can find it.
2: Okay. Well, I'll be going to England (laughs) twice in the next two years. Oh man, that's insane. Wow. Wow. This podcast took a left turn.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, we find out there's a canine show. What can you do?
1: Uh,
0: So anyway. Um, the director of this directed
2: four episodes of the canine show. <laughs> I'm sure they had a very similar subject matter. I'm sure they do. Uh, if you have thoughts you want to share, uh, find the post
0: for this episode on the US and leave a comment, or you can send us an email at tdcpodcast.gmail.com. If you're on Twitter... If you're on Twitter... Follow at TDC Pod so you'll know the second a new episode hits or follow our personal accounts. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez and Cassandra is at Darkhearted Rose. If you like the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on iTunes. We'll give you a shout out if you do. And if we actually haven't had a new review in a really long time. So it'd be really cool if you guys would go do that. That'd be awesome. And of course, most importantly, be our street team. Tell everyone about us. Just everyone. Just strangers on the street. I don't care. Tell them. Yeah. Saigons. Um, the and uh, that's it. Uh, next time uh, – oh, and, and check out check out uh, Back to the Future Minute, Nick and I's other podcasts where we uh, analyze Back to the Future minute by minute. Cassandra was on a week's worth of episodes. It's a daily podcast. Yeah, it
1: was fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, we're 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 uh, we're in the middle of three straight weeks at, at Twin Pines Mall. Um, three weeks? Oh, yeah. Four exact weeks scenes long. Yeah, we're we're we we're, we're we're at Twin Pines Mall for a really long time. I think this is actually our yeah. third week at Twin Pines Mall. We've still got another week to go.
2: Jeez. Yeah. It's crazy. Good to hear. Um the only special feature on the K9 series D V D box set is an interview <laughs> with K <K9>. Nine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, it. <laughs> also, also check out not
0: writing Nick and I's other podcast. We just had a new episode. So listen to that. Yeah. A live episode. Yeah. We were so in person speak. looking at each other. It was weird
2: for a long time.
0: Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's, uh, that's it. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week with sleep. No more, which I believe is not a two-parter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Face the Raven and, and yeah, yeah. And sleep no more like individual. Yeah.
0: So, uh, well, we should have, we should have plenty to talk about next week because it'll be a whole story. So that's good. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>
1: Bye.
2: See you in time.